0: All right, y'all. What's going on, man? Y'all, let me know if y'all can hear me. Hang on. Let me, let me, let me get my gunshots going real quick. I, I can wake y'all up real quick so I can make sure they can hear me. Let me see. Let me see. Boy! Hey, if you can hear that, give me, a, give me a one to chat. But uh, hey man, this is a special. Friday night live stream, man. Um, shout out to the good folks at StreamYard. They have uh hooked me up with a a wonderful subscription. Um, so I'll be going live a lot. And yeah, man, it's episode 67 of the Textual Talk Podcast. I'm your host, HD. And we got the Cyber Rev here with us today. And um, you know, he's gonna be dropping them gems today. Um if you're interested in being on the blue team, want to know more about the blue team, then this is the stream for you. And yeah, man, we finna we about to get into it. So, you know, let me bring bring our guests up real quick. Yo, what's going on, man?
1: What's up, man? What's going on?
0: Dang. Not much, man. So, you know, we're gonna pop it off like I told you earlier, man. Cause yeah. We can flush this combo out a uh, we could a little bit through text and Twitter, but it's easy to talk about it. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? You team you team uh Lil Fish. I'm team Boogeyman, Man <laughs> Bud. Oh, <laughs> uh, I tell you something, man. It's,
1: it's, it's all about the stripe season, you know
0: what I'm saying? It's cool. I, I didn't, I didn't, bought, I didn't went to two arrow fights, you know what I'm saying? It, it,
1: it's all, it's gonna be a man down when that man signed up, you know what I'm saying? So, the, um, your man ducking, your man Crawford ducking, you
0: know what nah, he about right. ducking, he ain't got no promoter, man. He ain't ducking, bro. Oh, Honestly, oh. it's not even to be honest, to be totally honest, it's not even arrow, man. It's Al Heyman, uh, no,
1: because Al you know, what?
0: yeah, because no, you know, Al Heyman is the one years ago that when he had Keith kind of drop the belt, he promised him, like, you're going to get, like, a shot at your WC strap again. Because Keith didn't ever lose the belt. He gave it up while he was, you know, healing. Yeah, And so now Spence trying to like he's not going to fight Keith, but he's going to have to. Well, yeah.
1: well, well, where was Keith at when Spence was calling him out?
0: Well, you got to think about it. If you go way back in time, of course Keith knew that was going to be a big money fight, but Al never made no contract for them to fight. And I could find... uh this is, like, years ago before Spence, either right after he beat Carol Brook or right before. Right. it was, like, really giving a lowdown. Like, hey, they kind of protecting Arrow a little bit. Like, I know they making him beat this big guy, but he still was, he was still fresh then. That Errol was not finna beat that undefined, uh, that unified Keith at the time. Not at that time. They didn't want that to happen. And But I don't think it, I think it would have rusted him and it would have been too bad. And to be honest, Ugas is the right person to fight off of that, that bad, uh car wreck, and then uh the, Right. Oh,
1: the so, so you call it Ugas a tune-up. <laughs> yes,
0: for a fact. I think he lost to Amir Iman or something at 140. Like, Ugas, Ugas is not that good.
1: Yeah, he, um, yeah, he's yeah,
0: he's yeah. good at decent... but bo- That Cuban style is not good. He don't have no power. So, it's like... Yeah. There were times where he hurt Spence, so I was like, I don't know how his body really reacted. So, if That's he right. do fight Keith, which I still feel like he can beat Keith, but Keith punched way harder than Ugas. Still, yeah. his power ain't gonna leave. And he awkward. So... If he get past that, we'll see. Even though I don't like he's gonna he gonna get the fight. I got an idea we're gonna mess around and see Bud fight Virgil Ortiz. Uh, I would first. Like,
1: I would like to I, see that. I would like I to feel see like that. he's gonna have
0: to start them because he wanna go a fifty-four, but you know, Al not gonna let him fight Charlo either. And I favor Charlo in that, but I think that'd be a good fight because
1: right. I was
0: rewatching him and Tony Harrison too. And yeah, yeah. you know, Tony Harrison was in his so, head, so he was messing him up. Had he just boxed smart and not tried to punch right. with Charlo, he 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 would have won the fight.
1: Tony Harrison sold that fight, by the way. And he did. I, he, I wanted he, to he watch underrated. it just just because how he was handling Charlo at that at that presser. But um, Tony a good fighter, and and you know the charlo's got bad name, but they 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 could crack. I, I like. They can I like, crack, I like but, him, man. I like, like him, I said,
0: man. at one sixty, if we see if we see uh, Charlo versus Boo Boo, I'm putting money on on Boo Boo.
1: Boo boo, yeah. You know what? It's hard to call for me. It's it ain't call. for
0: me just because of who Charlo be sh- struggles with at 160. I'm talking about Jamal. Yeah. Oh um, Jamal. Yeah. Or we uh, might see Boo Boo versus a Danny well, Jacobs. I wouldn't be surprised if we see that either. Well
1: well, Jamal is better than Jamal, in my opinion, anyway. And and I don't know. And and I don't know about Danny Jacobs beating Charlo.
0: No, no, I'm at, talking about we might see Danny Jacobs versus Boo Boo.
1: Oh, versus Boo Boo? Oh, that'd I'm be a, gonna, that'd be might interest
0: fight. You might get at the boo-boo. I know. I'm, I'm I'm going to one of them. And then, you know, everybody in the chat this is my last boxing question. Like, um, not well, not thing, but I'm I'm gonna try to I don't know how type of way, but I wanna go to Atlanta to see my dog fight the goat. You know what I'm saying? Boxing yeah. is good when he when he there, uh, commentating and, and making people laugh and stuff like that. Especially you got Coach Kev in his his corner, man. Him and Red Cash gonna be a good fight. Yeah. yeah. He's gotta get rounds in, man. People be so hard on him, but the man begged Al Heyman. After his last fight a year ago, I was like, "Hey man, just keep me in the ring so I stay out of trouble."
1: Brona Bronick, I like Bronick, too. You know, he get a bad rap because he was trying to be like Floyd after you know he wasn't trying to be himself. Now you see him in interviews how he himself now, right? And it's a different, it's a whole different ball game dealing with him. But he can crack too. You know, he, oh, yeah. he got hands. Well, he got and
0: hands. He one of the more, of the more <laughs> underrated fighters. If people yeah. actually watch him, he one of the more underrated fighters that can fight on the inside. A lot of these young cats don't know how to fight on the inside.
1: Right, and, right, um, right, right,
0: right. You know? but, but y'all, man, thanks for tuning in. We got like seventeen, well, sixteen people in the building, man. Um, yeah. Shout out to y'all, but um, so we got Cyber Rev right here. So we are gonna pretty much let him introduce himself and who he is and what he do and kind of a little bit about his background.
1: Yeah. I, uh, for those who don't know, my name is Marcus Bowie on Twitter. They call me the cyber Reverend and, um, I own a, I'm a, I'm the founder and COO of max technologies. We're a cybersecurity company based out of Southern Maryland. Uh, we specialize in security operations, digital forensics, endpoint threat detection and workforce development. Um, we have a few contracts that I, that I got this year under that company. And, um, Outside of that, my my main job I'm a security engineer supporting the Department of Energy, and uh and I also do uh, I'm a physics me for the Nuclear Regulatory Commission. So, uh, glad to be here and another organic opportunity. My man hit me up, and I said let's make it happen. You know what I'm saying? So glad to be here, guys.
0: Yeah, man, y'all know he's so busy. We had to discuss this thing probably like five times.
1: Man. I was working it. I was, I was, I was, I was put, they put me on a, it was an offer I couldn't refuse. I'm not a pen tester, but I was able to get two pen test contracts this year. And every time we were supposed to do something, it was something dealing with that, that pen test contract. And uh, so now we're here. We're here, man. It's, thanks, man. Thanks for having me. At first, yeah, he was man. ducking me because I was an Errol Spence fan, but then,
0: now he he kind of hey, hey, hey. He we, we want he all the took smoke, it down. <laughs> oh, we want all the smoke, you he know kinda, what I'm saying? He kind of
1: changed his mind at the end,
0: you know what I'm saying? Nah, I mean, honestly, bro, I like I said, I, I like Arrow as a fighter, I don't like how he act as like a man, like kind of little stuff he do, like leaving out the arena when you know Porter got stopped, like little stuff, or or forgetting yeah, that he the one that said, for oh. that fight, man, for hey, listen. Has- listen. I seen it in his eyes, bro. Kenny, Kenny seen it. Kenny, Kenny seen it. And it, it ain't his. It ain't his fault. Cause look, people hey. tell me he threw it, but Bud took it easy on him because they friends. Time he said, "Oh, yeah. I'm down." What Bud do when he when he when the, when the when the when the rubber hit the road? And he said, "He down." He said, "Okay, watch this."
1: All right. So Porter wanted, and Porter's a. I think he's a Aerosmith hater too. So, I think he kind of wanted it to go that way. Well. I wouldn't
0: say he a hater because he the one that's didn't really say it. Bud, I don't know what he's doing with the negotiation, so I don't know. I will be taking no what hell. he say with a grain of salt, just grain like Showbiz. Grain of salt, just,
1: just like Showbiz.
0: No Showbiz <laughs> Show be here and there, but he be, <laughs> he be he be he he be there sometimes, and then I don't be liking sometimes what he say. But I still like I support his channel. I rock with him because yeah, it's hard said. to build that box, and that's why I quit. Like I I can't I can't do that.
1: He's solid. Showbiz solid. He got me laughing. He be having me laughing. Just, Shoot, I be having my girl
0: that's the black, two <laughs> sugars. <laughs> just, just to him commentating. is
1: just, oh, yeah. just hilarious. They,
0: they need to have him on Black Prime. I'm I'm about right. getting showbiz on that because I don't want them to have. Uh, well, breaking news, superstar boxer, Errol Spence will be fighting Keith Thurman yeah. on March 3rd, 2023. You heard it here first. Blue yeah. Blood Sports TV. No, uh, no, nah, nah.
1: nah, yeah, no. Nah, <laughs> Him or that other dude. It's another dude. Uh, what's his name? Aki. Aki.
0: Oh, that dude. He's funny too. He's pretty funny. Him punch drunk autumn dudes. They, they yeah. pretty cool. Um, but yeah, man, let's uh let's 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 get into it. We could that definitely this could be we're gonna have a live a live stream where we either just be up playing the game or just talking about this because I think people want to hear. It. Right. But um tell us about kind of like your early career, how you got started? Like, what what motivated you, or how did you end up even getting about into like cybersecurity? Like, how did you do it? Because you know, so many people now it's it's twenty twenty two. Well, yeah. about to be twenty twenty three. They still don't know how to get in. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, uh, about how, how long you been doing this again?
1: I've been doing cyber uh, at the end of at the end of December. it will be six years.
0: Right, and then were, be, were you doing anything before cyber?
1: I was doing help desk. And so and that,
0: that was about how long.
1: I was on help desk for 1 2 maybe 2 years. Maybe 1 year first then I came back. I came back to manage it. Okay. But the guy so who he... put me on I never talk about this and and I should be I should be begging up this person. There was a guy who took a chance with me when I was before I got into in the IT field, I was doing uh architecture I was an architecture fresh out of high school. I got I got hired by a design-build design company based upon my skill of architecture. Um, I was studying for it since fourth grade all the way up to high school. I competed in the county, won first place architecture design. I got free college credits, but never got the chance to go. But uh, our architect firm hired me fresh out of high school to design and build homes in the DMV area. So there's a few there's a few homes in the DMV area that that has my design on it. But there was That's a guy who took bro. a chance for me. There was a guy that took a chance for me uh, when the market crashed in 08, I was like, I gotta figure out what to do. I got I got I got to do something. And there was a guy that, uh, that I know his name is Ronnie Hartwell. And uh, Ronnie Hartwell, he was uh, he was like a PM at uh State Department. And he took a chance with me. He, he's like, hey, look, get you a little cert and I can make something happen. You know, and I was able to go get a cert, do some internships. And uh, he hired me uh, with really no skills. You know, I worked at a law firm. I worked at a bank. Um, but I dealt with like the printer. I touched the printer and he gave me a chance. So me where I'm at now was because really he gave me that shot to get in. And I always tell people, it's, it's not always what you know. It's who you know, and you know, who you know will get you to the next who you know. And so he was the first who you know. He got me in the door, and he told me, I know you, but I will fire you. That's all he told me on the interview. I know you, but I will fire you. And I said, that's all I need to hear. And as so he let me in. I get in. I do my help desk one year. He said, just give me one year. I gained one year. They promoted me to a remote access team. Uh, after that year, I think it was a year and six months. Then from there, they kicked me out. They said, go to desktop supports. So go see the customers face-to-face. I did that for four months. Then another team needed help, which was the refresh team. Uh, they was like, hey, we need somebody that can learn quick. All right, send him. So I went, and I went with that team for four months. And then after that, the help desk that I started on called back. Hey, we got we got a team lead spot. You want it? You want to go out for it? I was like, yeah, put me sign me up. And so I went, I went and I applied and I went up against six people and they gave it to me. And so I was there, I was manager for two and a half years put some on a help on desk. My name. You know yeah. When y'all see my name, put some respect on it. <laughs> yeah, put that respect. Uh and then from there, that's how I got that was my first you know. That's what led me into getting into cyber. And I always tell people if you're on the help desk, that's the fastest way to pivot in because those tickets you create and go to those different teams. One day I I used to work overnight. One day I come in there, I put chairs together and this dude walk in a skiff. I don't know if you've been in a skiff before, but you're not supposed to bring phones, electronics and stuff like that. This guy had a suit on and he had a BlackBerry and uh, they was like, Hey, can you help this guy? You know, I'm off my shift. You know, I'm ready to, you know, I'm just putting chairs together for the night shift. We got some new chairs. We we was going lounging. And uh, I said, yeah, I'll help them out. And uh, I kicked somebody off their machine, wrote the ticket up. I did customer service. You know, if you're in customer service, do customer service. I did the customer service. I I wrote the ticket up. I called over to the people who, who I sent the ticket to. I put it in high priority. Ended up being somebody I knew. And I told them, hey, hook this dude up. And then when I gave that man the phone, I walked away. I forgot all about I even had to do that ticket. Just forgot about it. Went back to doing chairs. The whole time, this dude was watching me while I'm putting the chairs together. And the, the, I guess the phone, talk, phone call took like five minutes. And he came over. And he was like, hey, man, I just want to thank you, man. My BlackBerry was doing this. And I was trying to brush him off. I was like, oh, yeah, that's all right, man. Look, man, no problem, dog. You know, you're good. And he was like, look, if you need anything from Diplomat Security, let me know. And in my brain, I'm like, Diplomat Security? That's the side between that's the cyber Security team because I remember sending tickets. And he's like, yeah, oh, by the way, I, he was like, I'm the division branch chief. I said, all right, let's go outside and have a conversation. So we went outside and he's like, what you need? I said, I, I feel like I could be good in cyber. I'm hearing about it. I've been hearing about it for a while. I even tried to go work with that team, but it was no opening. And I'm just looking for a shot. And he said, send me your resume. This is a Friday morning, Friday morning. No cert, no degrees, he said. Give me a resume. Three weeks later I was sitting in that seat. No cert, no degrees, no skills, but the help desk skills. And I got in. I got in. The the issues now is that it's much harder. You're not gonna really have these type of opportunities unless you're really, really good at networking, or you just you just so happen to catch them on a you know a, a day where they need bodies you know what i'm saying or some tier one leave or something like that it's getting mm-hmm. more and more and more competitive but that's my story of how i get in and we can get into how you know my thoughts on that
0: um oh yeah definitely man i was gonna shout out to you i was gonna talk about uh i think you was on uh shout out to my guy city boy cyber i believe you was city on City
1: boy yeah that's my guy city boy yeah, Cyber. was on his Take stuff before
0: Check him and out, I bro. was like, I was watching the episode. I was like, hold on, man. I went to undergrad trying to be an architect. Or what hold I don't up. know. I could I'm not good at drafting. I just, just I took wood shop and welding. So I just figured, hey, architecture makes sense.
1: It, I'm about <laughs> to post something in the um in the in the New Day co-op. Because I've been working on like I took a break from Twitter. So if anybody follow me on Twitter, they ain't seen me. I'm 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 grinding. I'm in my lab right now. Yeah working on some stuff and you always gotta have a time and we're probably gonna touch on that. Like yeah. Have a time definitely. for you to regroup. I've been working on some architect plans because I'm looking at some more land, getting some more land and i am I'm designing my home from scratch. So I'm gonna post like some pictures of what I got. That, let you see fine, you, bro. let you see my skills. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because
0: but <laughs> I already knew hey listen, listen, I knew I didn't have that in me, bro. Them people used to sleep our architecture building was called Hell Hall. <laughs> I'm just asleep sleep in there. The interior mm-hmm. design
1: mm-hmm.
0: and architects. Yeah. They they was like engineers at, at, at like I was like, Y'all got it. I ain't good, I ain't as good at this. Get I was it. like, I'm not already naturally talented in this. And I was looking at the starting salaries for architect. I was like, for
1: like, so all this stuff I'm
0: at to catch up on. Yeah, it wasn't enough. So I was it like, it wasn't
1: enough. Yeah. I'm finna
0: go to I'm finna go this this computer ride. I like this stuff anyway. No. Uh,
1: if now you go had, ahead. if you had did commercial architecture version because i was in residential so i'm
0: mm-hmm.
1: i'm doing people still come to me hey i need a permit they, they put the pink slip on told me to stop and they're coming to me to get their stuff stamped. you know right for like uh decks or additions to the house people still come to me for that but if you did commercial commercial didn't get hit by that because people were right. still selling buildings and stuff like that um it was yeah, just i know some friend i got a friend
0: I think she's interior design, and she was talking about some some building. She was, I think she was having designed design some downtown Dallas or some crap like that. And I remember it was a – or I don't know if I had a friend or somebody I knew. I, it was like – this is years ago when I was unemployed, but I was interviewing. I had an interview for 7-Eleven and they moved a sock out here to Irving, and they was getting it designed. And I'm trying to think, what she was she the one doing it? I can't remember. Yeah. I got I to gotta go back and ask. But, yeah, you're definitely right about that. But I just knew I wasn't good at it, and it – Oh, it just man. seemed it just seemed like forced. Like I now, I still like like watching all this stuff. Like my family background, so I got carpenters. My dad is a, a um, what's the word you want to call it? He do concrete, so he's a he's he been doing concrete since. Should- if I'm thirty, masonary, he, yeah. So he Mason- been doing finishing and all that for years. Like so yeah. that's that's his trade. I did a couple of driveways and patios and stuff with him back in the day. So. I know people be probably thinking I don't know how to get my hands dirty, but that's that's what I grew up on. <laughs>
1: hey, hey, when I get my stuff together, I may need you.
0: <laughs> hey. I
1: may need you, dog. You know what I'm saying? I'm hey. I'm I'm building from scratch. So yeah.
0: but dope, man. We're gonna piggyback right back into uh, you pretty much got that role. Yeah. And like some of the stuff that you went through reminds me of what should have happened when I was working for what well, it used to be called CSC, but they got bought out by uh well, then it changed to CSRA, and then they got brought out by GDIT.
1: S- SRA. That's yeah. why I, I got my first sock. The Bro. cert role was was CSRA. Yep, that's
0: it. Right. And I don't think I ever told people this, but like, so I was working there for two years. So I started there in 2014. That's like my first real job. 17 an hour. Uh, I had my sec plus. A lot of people didn't even have a sec plus or degree. So I was like, man, I could do this. I interviewed <laughs> like for me. a Right, I interviewed for an internal sock role at uh CSRA and they liked me and everything,
1: yeah. So
0: I just knew they was gonna give me the role, but I didn't find out till I was gonna leave that my management blocked me from going. Me. So I had all that BS going or and then I was trying to go to the messaging team, but at the time I was trying to leave, they had the OPM breach, so they weren't yeah. doing no more clearances at the time, right? But my management right. didn't want to communicate that with me, they just act like they didn't know, but the recruiter was cool with me, she's like, Yeah, they blocked it. Yeah, I was like, because the dude who set me up to go to the messaging team used to work with me on help desk, and he was pretty much right-hand man to the hiring manager. He said, Man, you good. Like, just you should think. Because the thing about it, doing help desk, you already work with like a lot of stuff they be doing right. anyway. Right. I just didn't, I got tired of taking calls. I wanted to lose. let me work out the <laughs> <a> queue. <laughs> right. And then the, gov- the government sector stuff, so segmented, it's easy. Like, it's, that's why people yeah. go there and retire. Like, that's why I was like, Listen, I get in government and like, when I'm like late 40s or something, if I just want to get an easy check, because it's hard to hey, get fired from a government job.
1: It's, <laughs> it's Man, man, that, that's, that's the end goal. I can't say that out loud yet, because I got some stuff I'm working. Right. But yeah, you want to retire? Y'all want to ride off into the sunset and be on the golf course for the rest of your life? Go Govvy. And I figure oh. out it's way easier to get guvy get a government job then then people think
0: it's way I think so too.
1: Easier to get in the govies then right, cuz I still my
0: clients go bad in like 2 years so
1: oh you <laughs> got you got a chance to play around
0: I try. but um yeah I want to get into let's talk about two things and this has been a long time for you, but if you could talk about maybe some of the stuff you did at Help Desk and then maybe talk about how that helped you once you got in that security role. Because yeah. here, a lot of us like you, me, E, other people, we we did, we did Help Desk. You know, yeah. I, a lot of people be kind of like, don't want to start in the beginning, not realizing like, sometimes it's a disservice based on what you're going to do. Right. But I've never seen a Help Desk person that got a security role not be a top performer. Right. I've never not seen it. Right, And I've seen people without that background be low performers.
1: And that is correct. So when you're in the help desk, first thing they're going to hit you with is active directory, resetting passwords, account lockout, stuff like that. So you're able to see the OUs, the organizational units of where these accounts are. You can see the systems uh, of where where they sit and the different OUs. So I had that going for me when I went and did that my first cyber gig was they didn't know. They didn't really understand the directory situation. You see a system or you see a user account acting up, you know, where do you go to figure out who that is? The another plus, which should be the first plus is you are creating tickets to these different teams. Sometimes you got to send out email communication. Sometimes you got to get on the phone with these different or different um, offices, program offices, so you already know who's who. I had that on my on my name coming down because I already know who to contact. If it was email messaging issue or you need a official uh, a email that needed to be purged from somebody's mailbox, I already know who to call. That's the email team. If you need something on the firewall block, you call the firewall team. If you need something, something wonky on the network, I called it the the networker team. I already know who they were and that's some of the, the advantages that I had, was that piece, knowing who these people are, knowing something about Active Directory, but also knowing the networking stuff, you know, basics, basic command line um, arguments, uh, know, knowing how to use the Windows command line was a big deal. The tier one team I was on, they didn't really know, including me. You know, I'm coming in there, I don't really know cyber. I'm, I'm just down there with help desk and... And, and two dollars in my pocket, pretty much just just trying to feel my way around and, and understand uh, what they got going on and having that 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 institutional knowledge from help desk, knowing who you need to contact, uh, knowing how to reach out to people, knowing knowing active directory, knowing how to move around or active directory is a big help when you step into the cyber piece, because that's what they need help with the most who to contact if something mess up and how do you lock down accounts or computers if there's some type of breach. If they didn't have, back then they didn't really have EDR tools at that time. It was just, hey, we see something going on, you call somebody tell them go take it offline. Uh, now it's getting more easier in the cyber realm to do that instant response, but having that, man, that helped me. That helped that I was a little rock star uh, after yeah, a while. Man. You know what I'm saying?
0: It used to feel like our uh, cybersecurity team was, was figure out um, what websites we were using to watch free movies.
1: Fnet, Fnet, F movies. All right. <laughs> F movies is one. Cause we used to do that on help desk. It um, was another joint Fnet. And there was another one that you could watch free movie Hulu before they turned into the paid version. Hulu was free at one point. Yeah. And we used to go there, you know,
0: Man, listen.
1: That man, look. Wait, wait till the manager leave. Put Bro, that thing on the TV.
0: <laughs> l- listen, y'all. Like no cap. Like at the time, I was a contractor for Apex, so they used to tell us back in that hey, unliving the OT, just you ain't even gotta tell us you can come in. just come in. Oh, I would. I used to do uh, four tens at the time, so I would pick a time to come in. So at that time, I think I was working overnight, so I'm talking about maybe three, four, five calls the whole shift. Yeah, I used to go to uh, we had a spot in Streetport. I was still in Streetport at the time. Game Exchange. changed. I would go get DVDs because at that time they ain't uh, disable you to put DVDs in the drive. Yeah. So since I couldn't use the site, I would just watch DVDs. Yeah. And then when we find a new site, like I actually discovered Power by working nights to help this. <laughs> I was using a free site. I was like, man, what this is. <laughs> and I had watched the whole season one and then like season two, like that was back in yeah, late 2014. But Dang. I don't know, it's like funny, like yeah. it's hard, like now, like if I if I have a meeting with clients or whoever and we talking and maybe they thinking about, you know, wanting to cheat the grind or something like that. And it's like mm. in only certain instances I'll I'll probably persuade somebody not to do help this, and that's only because if I know they got kids or they may take a hit with their yeah. you know, financially. And yeah. so I'll direct them into a role that's less technical in the beginning just so they have a cybersecurity title. And then I'll say, hey, work your way into what you want to go to. Right, right. But if you're young and, you know, living within your means, like, you're going to get, like, a lot of experience. Now, I do advise people, hey, do it six months a year, really yeah. no more than two, because I'm what happens be- is the longer you do on your resume... They kinda of try to pigeonhole you into it, even if you can you got the skills and that's when you gotta have your network and everything down right. in order to to let people know about that. Right. But how long did you stay at that that tier one joint?
1: Uh the tier one sock?
0: Yeah.
1: All right, so I did it because I was working too. And I had it sweet because the help desk was upstairs, the sock was downstairs. Fine. So when I did the sock, I didn't really know what I had, you know. Cyber was just kicking off. It wasn't as hot like it is now. I didn't really know what I had. So I had, you know, I was down there. I would I would work. The schedule was the schedule for the for the help desk was Tuesday night. I mean sorry, Sunday, Sunday through Thursday nights. But the the schedule for the sock was Tuesday through Saturday nights. So I overlapped. When I hit when I hit Tuesday, going all the way up into Saturday. Well, Tuesday into Thursday, I pretty much worked sixteen hour days on those days, and I would work downstairs from two to ten, and then I take my hour break and go up from eleven to seven, and I I did that I did that for six months, and I only did that because I wanted to you know, I wanted I wanted to see what it was like to hit that six figure mark, you know what I'm saying? And that was two years after being in, um, in IT that I was able to to juggle those. Um, yeah, you was grinding. I was grinding like a mud. I, I was single. I was by myself. You know what I'm saying? I, I was at Ruffaloing every week. You know what I'm saying? They knew me by name. They knew me by name in that joint. Mr. Bowie, we have the new selection. You know what I'm saying? I'm,
0: I'm you sound like one of my homeboys, man. <laughs> I <laughs>
1: Chris said, you know, with it. Go ahead, throw it. Go ahead, throw that joint up there. Yeah, I buy it. You know Just what I'm saying? Just throw
0: it in the bag. Just throw it in mm. the bag. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Um,
1: but mm. at that time, I, I was, I was, I said I need to slow down. You know what I'm saying? Health wise, I need to slow down. And so I said, I quit. I quit the soccer one in six months. I quit that joint, which was, I didn't know what I had. I didn't know what I had. But I had that same situation you had where I could have went back. I, quit, I And the only reason why I quit is because I was about to reach the five-year mark with that company that I was working with, the five-year mark. right? I was about to reach the five-year mark with that company. Once I hit five years, then I say, I'll come back. I could have had every I I, I I had every opportunity to go back, but the problem was I had a PM that was down there that said I my last day there to go to a because I ended up getting picked up six months later, um by uh, another organization to do sock work. Um, that PM that was that I left said I stopped you from coming down here because I didn't like how you quit six months after coming in. You know what I'm saying? and I said man you piece of trash and she was on her way out they was walking her out taking her badge she got fired that day and she gonna tell me yeah the reason why you couldn't get down is cause I what? said what? No. yeah right you know what I'm saying and uh she, she, I don't know what she's doing now but I end up doing great things <laughs> when, I, when I actually went into a real sock environment cause right. the, the first cyber piece, it was a cert it was a cert it wasn't really a sock it was a cert but, but I, I you know, six months later I got into a real sock. You sound
0: like you sound like me, man. My first my first gig at McAfee. Well, like I can say because McAfee don't exist no more now it's Trillix. Oh, um,
1: oh they changed oh <laughs> they changed
0: McAfee and Fire Eye joined together to be Trillix. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: What was this?
0: <laughs> Recently, it's like like last year, I think.
1: Uh, oh. Okay.
0: But oh. yeah, um, I talked about this briefly, like uh I was telling people on my LinkedIn, like, you know, don't quit like applying or trying to get jobs right now just because Q4. Because I remember six years ago, Q4, I go to the uh, hiring event McAfee had. Uh, they had a headquarters in Plano, Texas, out here. I went to it, found a security manager. And know, uh, we chopped it up, and that's how I got end up getting my first sock roll. And he actually commented on that LinkedIn post about remembering, like, you know, how to determine the stuff I was. Yeah. But their issue was that, like, Intel used to run out. They, you know, McAfee at one point was owned by Intel, so that was actually Intel at the time, and they their sock uh, ran everything. Yeah. So they knew they was branching off, and they decided, okay, cool, we going we gonna have a sock. And let's just say they they hired people that didn't know what they was doing. No people that ever really ran the side. It was kind of like remember you said you only get them, at, um, you only get those opportunities sometimes if a place just need bodies and some yeah, other stuff. It was right. sim- situations like that. Like we had all different type of people that um would have been more than capable, but we never got any like real training. Like we used to like when I tell you like that was like the worst sim ever. Uh, they their sim was called uh it used to be called Nitro. And they changed yeah. it to McAfee ESM. Yeah, I remember garbage. that. Ah, I remember um, that. <laughs> like, bro, it wasn't even like, th- internally was not tuned at all. Like, the yeah. dude, they had one engineer responsible for it, Trash. We had four different tabs. We had to log in to access the, like, four different, like, uh, areas. Like, the only thing, like, I tell people this up and down. If I was to call, if I was to send a link to my guy, Pat, right now, and say, what is the only thing that we worried about while we was working at McAfee? I would bet a hundred dollars he's gonna say wanna cry. Like no cap. Yeah. Like, that's yeah, that's the only thing like we would do. Yeah. Like you see, you see, you see them uh wanna cry, see them IPs. Hey, we send this to a networking team to, to turn these IPs that's off, it. roll the updates up in the patches. That's all we did. Like I spent my time looking at like why are like these you know, events firing for like these old freaking CVEs that like yeah. don't even affect our environment. I had a little Excel spreadsheet that I used, and that still didn't save me from getting laid off. So if you're watching this, look out for yourself, man. Always look out for yourself. But it's yeah. crazy. It was like nine day. Left yeah. McAfee, went to Optive, and it was like nine day difference. Yeah, nine day difference. Like you know, they pushed us to do the um, the Chris Sanders training, and that was like a game changer for me. That Chris Sanders training was a game changer, and then from there went on into supporting that big contract.
1: That that that's that's kind of like, like my first shot. Same thing. The cert, I'm gonna say cert. The first side the Same thing. Nobody mm-hmm. knew what they was doing. The tier twos knew what they was doing, but they didn't want to help tier ones. And and you know, it was it. Was, I found out immediately when I got to my second socket how much trash I was. Thank I you. was trash, dog. I ain't know how to do a Splunk search query. You couldn't. You couldn't ask me to to figure out anything, fishing, nothing.
0: Hey, listen, no cap though. That's how I, I felt like I was so kind of like terrified, like starting an Optif, because I was like, man, what if, what if I'm a fraud? Like, what if I don't do good and I get fired, bro? Because I had just came off of being laid off from like February, and I didn't start working at Optif until uh, June 1st of 2017, yeah. so I was terrified. But yeah. the funny thing is, and I think I said this in my videos. They had, I think we started off with before I left, I think it was a team like 12 or 13. Um, And then when we started, it was me, Bicky, George, Shiva, Anthony, I think Alfredo. So it might be six people, six or seven people when we started off. Our client gave us like 10 use cases that they want us to draw responses for. And so we had to present them to them and we knocked that out of the park. The previous provider for the client was DXC. When I tell you DXC's playbooks were trash. Bro, they were trash, bro. I, I'm talking about, they was giving them MSS service. So, literally, if something happened, they just was escalating it. I was like, bro, this is trash, bro.
1: Uh, yeah, no, nah, you can't. You got to be able to take it from cradle to grave, and uh, I, I understand that. I understand that, that that was one of the I ran into an environment where that was the case, where just just do this, and, <laughs> wow. and you're not really learning anything. And you know nothing at
0: all. Nothing, yeah. nothing beneficial, man.
1: Right.
0: So delve a little bit into that Um. that that second sock. Like, because I feel like yeah. once you break in then you get the it's like everybody Yeah. I'm a, if I was a bad man everybody got the one role where they got the first role but then they got this role in their career that pretty much kind of shaped what they would do within their career. They're going to have up yes. and downs but that one role yes. is their foundation of what they can uh, accomplish in their career. Like, so I'm yes. I'm figuring that the second role is there for you because that's how Optus was for me. Yes. So you know, let's talk that, about
1: that. That second role. Again, I walked in and I was trash. I was garbage. But I don't feel like what everybody else feel. The the what they call it imposter syndrome. I never felt that. I never had that. Oh man, what if, what if I don't do well? Or, or what if they, what if I don't I don't belong or something I always knew I belonged in the spot I am supposed to be in I just knew that I had to work at whatever they put in front of me I got to work at it right so I knew I was trash the customer we had the 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 GS14 he was trash and he used to come in there and throwing his weight around uh, we need to see production we need to see this we need to see that and we're like you know what I'm saying? We just got here. We don't even know the environment yet. Nobody really knows what's going on. But it went till a guy, his name is Patrick Olsen. I, I will always be uh grateful for him. Patrick Austin showed up, and um e- even before he get there, let me just set the tone. I'm there, I don't know how to use the tools, I don't know how to do proper analysis. I'm still a tier one, it was a tiered structure, so it was tier one, tier two, tier three. And you have like a forensics team. I'm tier one. I'm just doing monitoring analysis. I don't know what's going on. I'm being pressured by the customer. All right, we need the tickets. We need this. We need that. I'm I'm lost in the sauce. So what I did was I will work there. I think it was 12 hours. And then I will go home and work for me for eight hours. I'm on YouTube. I'm on Google. Like if I see something that I saw at work, I will research it, so that I take whatever I learned the night before back to the job. I did that for a solid six months, so I can start holding my weight, carrying my weight around. Eventually, they got rid of that trash t- uh, team lead on uh, uh, government lead, and they brought a new guy in there. His name is Patrick Olson. Patrick Olson showed up, and he kind of like threw everything that was in structure out the window. Uh, it was a tier structure. He threw it out the window. His first day. He was like, hey, you, come here. I go to his office. Cool guy. You know, he walked in with donuts and coffee. And he said, what, you, what do you do here? I said, I'm, a, I'm just an MA guy. You know, I'm tier one. And he was like, what do you want to do here? And I was like, I want to do forensics. And his question he asked kind of spurred me or motivated me to be where I'm at today. He was like, "What's stopping you. So I told him what's we'll up. I said, well, first of all, we don't have admin rights to touch the tools. The last guy, he didn't trust us with tools. He said, done. What else is stopping you? I said, we need training. I don't, I don't know what to do. Done. That was his first day in there. He got me admin rights submitted, and he set up. He got start. He started setting up some training for me to do it. Now, the training the way he did it wasn't like, uh because he got rid of the tiered structure. He said, anybody that want to do something they've never done before, uh, we have this team called ETD, Endpoint Threat Detection Team. In order to get on this team, you got to compete in five categories. And I think one was email, one was memory forensics, one was USB device. It was the it was the curriculum from SANS 500, which is 500 now. GCFE and it was Sans 508, which is memory forensics. You had to compete and you had to score 80% or higher on those uh on those um on those challenges. If you tied with somebody that week on your score, y'all had to compete together in a capture the flag competition so to eliminate the last guy. Um he opened it up for the whole top. Only four people got on that team. I was one of the four. And from that point, I started learning. For He took me from tier one straight to tier three in a matter of six months. I'm learning case, I'm learning how to deploy Symantec. I'm learning uh, memory forensics. I'm touching a little bit of malware. I'm learning how to, how to properly handle incidents from cradle to the grave where I'm not kicking it to somebody to, hey, I need you to look at this PCAP. I could do it myself. He took me from that for six months. He took me from tier one to tier three. I've never really been to tier two. Tier one to tier three. And then from there, I shot off. I shot off into the to to the to the atmosphere in the sock world. And uh I'm forever grateful for that guy. I still talk to him to this day. Uh, he almost made me a millionaire last year, but I turned the job down, I'm kinda mad about that. But I think there'll be other opportunities messing with him. So um that that that's that's the second job that got me um, got me my swag in the sock space, and then every job after that, I, I grow, I grew, um, I, I just added more confidence and skill, uh, you know, to, to to what I got from that particular job. Um, and I love the first one, the first job, the first sock job, certain job. Those guys were cool, but this one, I still talk to these guys still to this day. You know what I'm saying?
0: That's fine, man. And, all right, y- y'all know since I've been doing these live streams, I've been trying to give y'all free game, free interview tips. One of the easiest big interview tips you can have is if you're interviewing for a role, if you can provide examples of things you did at your current job or past jobs of things that they need done, you probably got by like a 95% chance of getting the job unless somebody else comes that's just like you and they like them more. Like, it's yeah. yes. literally. Like, that's why you really can't trump experience. Because even though home labs, all this stuff is good. Being able to say you did this for an actual company speaks to okay, whatever. Because like, I'm gonna save it. It's so I'm saying it for the Patreon. I'm gonna say something. I'm gonna say for the Patreon. If you want to know about some stuff that I'm gonna say, join the Patreon because it's not it's not ready for YouTube just yet. Um, okay. Do that. I'm, I'm I'm gonna drop it when I when I can drop it. I will, you know. But you know, fans <laughs> be watching, so I gotta. I mean, play smart, man, because like I, I made this video. Look, I made this video about like why I quit Goldman Sachs, and I had it's oh. a fire video, but I unlisted it just because I was like, eh, if I'm trying to test them waters, I need to unlist that so they can yeah. go look at it. But um, yeah. yeah, that's dope, man. I remember like like not a the the. Silver lining at McAfee was I met like a guy named Ron and Ron was dope. Ron was like, Ron might've been like, what 10 or 12 years older than me. Uh, different background, came from truck driving and then, you know, was good at, you know, sock stuff. And he should have been, I said in my video about the worst I like, ever, Ron should have been our manager. Ron knew everything. Like he would tell straight up like this, this ain't it. This ain't dude. Like, all right, this is, this is how you look for someone. This is what you do. Like he was the first one to say, Hey man, download you like a, a secondary virtual machine. So if we get these phishing alerts, you can go and analyze them in here. Like nobody else was helping me. Like I, so I've always did this every new job, whether it's virtual or in person. The smartest person, I go get right up under them so I can learn. Yeah, because that's what I did when I when I said after at I learned. Shout out to John Landers. I learned from the principal guy. I nice. would in in a way to another gem like for a career trajectory is like if you want to get help at work. The best thing to do is like do everything you can, and somebody who can't will do everything they can. So it'd be stuff I didn't know, but because I went to the documentation, I said, hey, John, I did this, 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 and this, but I'm kind of like stuck. He was like, hey, got time for a quick Zoom? Yeah, man, I just did this, this funk search. Look over here, boom, 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 and this how you do that. And I started gaining my confidence, learning more and more, still help, but it got to the point where he would start vouching for me. He's like, yeah, y'all hit him up. So if he said it, cause he was a godsend to our client, yeah. that made me start looking better. So that was one of the yeah. ways it's like, while everybody was doing whatever they doing, I was playing chess. I was, I was the one of the first people that like, they say, no, nah, we can't even let you work nights no more. We need you doing a day. Cause every day I'm, I'm on night shift. I'm sending probably 20 different emails. I like, this don't make sense. This don't make sense. We need to fix this. Why is this like, right. this like, oh who is this guy sending all these emails? Like, right. This sense. And all this stuff comes from a background of just knowing process from like, Help this, like mm-hmm. simple stuff, and people be like, like you saw my um this week when I was giving people like these sock interview questions, yeah. And I, I always tell about how, how people want to go straight, super technical, which is cool. But I was like, it could be an easier way to figure it out. Like when you work all these alerts, you realize it ain't about how smart I am; it's like how right. efficient yeah. I'm doing it. It's
1: efficient. like
0: but he was like, I'm gonna restrict the power of the access. I say, like, bro, you might not have, you might not be able to do that working on the side, bro. Right. I'm like, like, this is some simple, bro. Like, whoever made the change, like, are they, like, their jobs had, are they, are they able to do that? Like, check out that first. Like, some simple, like, you know, they kind of get so ramped up until they get that experience. Where I was, hey, you know, I'm making this harder than it got to be.
1: I'm, I'm actually preparing something for all your questions. Cause I want to respond to. Them. I said, listen, this, is, uh, this some good content creation right yeah. here. Let me, yeah, let me, so let me respond to those questions. So,
0: right, you yeah, be so, something
1: for me soon.
0: Dope, 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 dope. I, I want that though, cause you know all the people on there. Like I tell people it's really for me, cause the other guy. Uh, I need. I'm gonna tag Brian so he can t- uh, do it too, cause he does incident response for, uh, I believe uh, USAA, Yeah, with cloud and stuff like that. Which uh, I think he had a background in law enforcement, so he's gonna be on the channel eventually too. So that'd be dope. But I told people I really don't have a right or wrong answer for that question. I just want to see what you're gonna say. Yeah. And I was trying to show people like when you're interviewing, especially for like sock roles, like as much as technical they are,
1: yeah,
0: you're gonna have to have a process. They need to figure out how you're gonna think to a hypothetical because everybody can have a different way to get to the end goal, and they're just trying to figure out if they can understand completely how you right. solve things. Right.
1: Communication is big. And how you communicate, you gotta say, everything's a fire to top leadership. Uh, that that because not to attend the top leadership, don't do cyber, they just in that seat. And well, so, they are
0: good at making deals, ones and zeros, yeah. and yeah. they are good at talking, yeah, good at talking. And, and that's a message people gotta get into too. I always say, people like you can be an IC, or if you wanna start going lead management route, you gotta get. Comfortable with talking on Zoom, being visible, leading yeah. meetings, volunteering, fixing stuff, making your network known. You go, like you said, you helped the guy with the Blackberry. And that's what I meant to ask you. Was y'all, were they using best at the time when y'all stepping with their Blackberries? Were they using yes. best?
1: Yeah, that's what they was using at that team. Yep. Good and
0: then they Bez. moved over
1: to another, they moved over to uh,
0: good. Was it good, it good for enterprise?
1: I think. I don't remember. They moved over to something new, one or something like that. Is it one or I forgot? I forgot. But they were remember. using beds. They were using yeah. beds at the time he came in, and the other, there was another team that handled it, that handled yeah. that We
0: had access to like help them out with beds and stuff, and then we had a yeah. actual, like you said, they was an actual beds team. Yeah, because the guy that I was talking about earlier that did messaging with us, he was from the air force, so he used to do beds in the air force. No, nice. So he said, Tommy we oh, out." always on the phone, Saying, said, I ain't going to do this. <laughs> and get, hey, get this, y'all. Like, I've said this many times. People it's like crazy. Like, bro, he had the best contractor. Ram was working with us on the help desk making like 40-some hour help desk. Mm. And then got some and more so- money added when he went to freaking do messaging.
1: I was and like, bro. And some people that's making that. Right. Uh, on help desk, y'all.
0: Oh yeah, that's it, facts. Shout out to my guy Kev Tech. He's he's one of the people that's really really making that bread and help this like a cheat code is like if you want to make some good bread and do help desk, like get in a financial company.
1: I see I I, I don't know that guy you just mentioned, the Kev Tech guy. Mm-hmm. But he I've seen some of his work. Uh, and if y'all trying to learn help desk, he got the whole thing. I, I yep. seen some of this stuff. I just was looking through just uh, you know, look at some of his content. I don't know him, but his content. If you're trying to learn help desk, try to get good. I, I now, you know, I've been sending people to him, to his right. YouTube channel, because I'm like, yeah. look, I, I'm not, I'm out, the, I'm out the help desk game. I'm in cyber now. But if you try to learn something help desk, go look at this. He got all the videos. He got
0: right. the And if you want to learn help desk <laughs> or tech sales, check out the pin comment, in the chat. Course careers. Use my code to get fifty dollars off. You know what I'm saying? Of course, career has been blessing careers out here and that's what they're <laughs> gonna do for you. Oh <laughs> uh, man. But um, let's get into some. So you you talk about the training you talked about some techniques you learned. Mm. I like this question because I ask people this, like, so I'm gonna say right now you're not at the same place that you were that you were at when you were on this oh. uh endpoint team, right? Right? Are you like uh um, are you like a principal level guy now? Are you just like a are you a manager a lead? Like what do you do? I, I stay out the,
1: I I stay out, I stay out of the management side because I own my own company so I'm saying <laughs> you know right. what 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 it all breeds, right? So um me I'm I'm about learning the skill. So mm-hmm. I'm a I'm at a senior not senior level like as an engineer maybe mid-level engineer um cuz it's a new it's a new environment new it's a new wave of things um on the engineering side but as a forensics person I'm a SME you know what I'm saying it just depends on what the task is at hand Um, uh, so right now I'm I'm a I'm like a mid I think I'm a mid I don't even know but I'm know I know I'm, i am doing some stuff that you probably would give a senior you know I'm, I'm doing some some stuff around that um but it's also the variation of what am I touching the stuff that you would not normally touch as a regular analyst or something like that. I can start, I can, I have my hands in different um, technologies and different things, you know, whether it's, you know, configuring the firewall or malware analysis or stuff like that. Like I'm able to touch certain things that you would not normally get if you are in a tier structure so that's 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 the kind of work I'm doing right now on that side and i'm t- and I'm talking about my day to day like right. my day to day job my my day job um but the other stuff i mean tier yeah. one I mean we're gonna I, get
0: into it, yeah we're gonna get into it oh um, that's dope, so we're gonna segue into max pride in a second, but what are? let we'll say, like, what are five tools that are like indispensable, like, to your job? Like, what are five tools that like? It ain't gotta be. It could be like I was telling somebody on the last episode. Like, it could be some simple as Notepad plus plus. Like, you don't have to be <laughs> some just this this crazy tool. I'm talking about something you use every day that like it'll make your job harder if you didn't have it.
1: Yes. Cyber Chef. Cyber Chef. You can use CyberChef for anything. Yo. Facts. You can use CyberChef for anything. That's number one. Uh, I like Notepad. I like Notepad, but CyberChef, I, I kind of use that to do what I will use it for Notepad for. Right. Notepad++, of course. Putty. Uh, WinSCP. You know, sometimes you got to move from different systems. Maybe you're going from Nana trip pulling something down from a malicious site. And you got to move it to another like analysis uh, system. So when SCP is good, you always need the command line, uh, you know, understand the command line, understand some of the things about some of the some of the command uh, arguments. Uh, I I use that. I use that. But mainly like right now. One note. I love one note. Why do I love OneNote? And a lot of people hate OneNote, but I love OneNote. Cause if you if you do some analysis and you got screenshots, you can animate it. You can make it look pretty. Mm-hmm. You know, send that thing out to the team, and they think you the best thing since sliced bread. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So, those That's are my tools f- that I that I like to use on a day to day.
0: That's a fact. I know for me, uh, I used to use OneNote, Notepad, CyberChef, really? because for me. The good thing was like, okay, cool. If I'm seeing a lot of these things, I know I got a closing note somewhere. Let me just take this host and put this IP right here. Boom. It's the yeah. same thing I just did. Like, so that's what just helped me uh, do like that to make my own templates like in servers now. Um yeah. I'm washed, man, because I hadn't did what I need. Like I feel like I feel like A B, man. I've been out I've been out <laughs> that game for like that's, a year.
1: That's why I'm taking that's why I take I'm taking this whole month. Like, I just got finished teaching my class in the early, like the beginning of December. And I've been taking my whole month, like, to brush up on my skills. Um, I'm working with a team right now. Uh, Man, the Leo Lab, that's where I learned my my cloud and my coding Mm -hmm. from them. And we're working on uh, a a nice little program for the blue team side of the house. And um, um, I got another group called NBMG Group. Where we just we just leveling up in tech all around, skill wise. Uh just just working on our craft, perfecting our craft. And and uh you need that. You need that dog. You know what I'm saying? And that's another reason why I got my hand in different pots, so that I don't yeah. lose it. Cause if you don't use it, you're gonna lose it, man. Like, facts,
0: and that's what that's been me. Me and E was talking about that the other day on the phone. Uh just by like trying to like stay sharp. So like and it's one of the things I I'm gonna I'm gonna be a record. Let me see. I'm being a record wait, player wait. at this point. It's like the part people don't tell you about like getting a cybersecurity job, tech job, whatever you could be doing anything, data analytics, networking. You gonna have to keep labbing and practicing on your own free time. Yes. Even as it works, it's work, cause this and that's what make it hard. So people understand you every most people got families, kids. You know, yeah. Like for me, I'm gonna work out. I got the content I gotta do or resumes. I just say, hey, look, well, let me just put an hour here every day. Something yeah. like you're gonna yeah. have to just do something. Like, shoot, if you're a boxer, hey, I can't do I'm hurt, man. But shoot, hey, practice throwing your jab over and over again. Right. Like, if it's only punch you know how to throw. Right. You're one, two. You can be like Wilder one day.
1: That's you're cool. gonna need it. And you're gonna need <laughs> it. <laughs> you're gonna yes. need it. Uh, and and the, and a lot of people overlook that, right? I'm running to people, I'm trying to get in the field, you know, uh, or I'm trying to get better at this. And I ask them, do you got a homeland? Oh uh, no, nah, what's that? Hey what talk what are you talking about? You know what I'm saying? Get a home lab because that's how you practice. Hey, and I put a post can... on, I got a post on LinkedIn. Football players got football fields, soccer players got soccer fields, or football players got football fields, basketball players got basketball courts to practice. For cyber defenders, you need to have something that you can Practice your skills on. If something new hits the environment, you need to be able to know how to move around these tools and practice your craft because you're going to need it. You're going to need it, that's, man. It'd it be thanks. days. It'd be days. It may be slow on the job that still does not exempt you from practicing your and focusing on your craft uh, to get better. And you might run into a task that you, man, I used to do this six months ago. That's another reason why like, I'm brushing up on my code and brushing up on mm-hmm. some of the stuff that CLU. I don't
0: know. At least we got chat GPT.
1: Yeah. for uh, uh, Forensics. I, I'm looking at the chat now. I see the man the Leo lab in the building. That's my team yeah. right there. And somebody asked me about NK. case Yes. I use NK. case yeah, Professor Black Cops
0: right there. He'd he been the game. If me him. and you may be around similar ages, he'd been the game with like 40, 40 years, 30, oh, 40 right. years. Much respect. He, <laughs> He's been in game, man. He OG for real. Much respect.
1: <laughs> Much respect,
0: man. I'm not going to tell people. Now, go ahead.
1: I use Encase. I use Encase now uh, to do the investigations. Well, i always been using Encase, but as the forensics me, that's what I use. That's their tool of choice. But I'm actually certified. It's actually expired, but I'm certified in FTK Imager, so Access Data Suite. Um. I, I
0: know how to use that one too. So. Hey, I already know. Who, look, cause in interviews, I've told people like, Hey, look, I might not know how to do this, but I got a network of people that know how to do this. I could, I could learn how to do this easy. So I was like, shoot, I know who the, the forensics guy is now. But, um, you need one of know. the questions, another interview question that you'll probably get asked oftentimes, like, Hey, do you have a home lab? Yes. And then that's, and that's your time. So when I work with each other people, they want to jump into cyber, but they don't have no projects, you know, that yeah. they worked on. So yeah. that's your time to jump into your projects. Yeah. Like, I've been telling people all the time, like lately, like, yeah, I did this. Uh shout out to Josh uh he's the one that wrote the IT course on Course Careers. But he has this I think I sent it to you, the Sentinel Lab. And you do a virtual box, you let your take your firewall off and just let people freaking attack your box, and then you make the uh the geo map in and so right. I was talking about that. Then I was talking about, hey, I took it like a step further. I said, I went to GitHub and did a Logic app for like a, a threat feed to go on my Sentinel. And I forgot yeah. to put put billing on it. So I had to turn it off because it ran up on me real quick. Signal? Sentinel? Like, yeah, Sentinel. Microsoft Sentinel. Microsoft. That's free? Yeah, you can use Sentinel. It's not free, but you can use it. It's based on like your Logic apps or your data that you're putting in. Man, but, yeah, no, you can...
1: I had a contract. I had a contract looking for we were going to go I don't remember.
0: Oh, oh you remember, that? remember that? <laughs> Yeah. And I was tell I was talking to E about that. I, I'll tell yeah. you, yeah, I'll tell you behind the scenes of why I was talking to E about that too.
1: Okay. Um
0: but no, and that's one of the things why I I've gravitated to actually using Azure more than AWS because of you can use Sentinel, you can use Defender, you can use O365 stuff. It's like yeah. you can do more things. So back in the day you used to actually have to go get some hardware and equipment to kind of make you a home lab you can do a lot yeah. of stuff virtually now
1: you can do it virtually you can do it virtually and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spill the beans yet because we're still in development stage but we are working on something right now that you can either put in the cloud Max pride and man and Leo lab we're working on something now that you either build in the cloud or you can build on hardware so uh I'ma I'ma I'm post some little uh some little samplers of what it look like uh soon, but we're working on that. We're working on that.
0: Okay. Yeah, he said Professor Blackout said I'm 55, AWS, labbing now virtually. Grind never stops. Right, that's yeah. That's how you have a long career. <laughs> yes. Um so let's get into First of all, let's talk about this. I want to ask you this because you're on the DMV, right? Yeah. Let Let's talk about two different things. Um, for one, I know why DMV is so competitive. Auto government contracts. They want you to have at least that SEC plus and this other stuff. It's like super competitive because I, I deal with yeah. I've had clients out there and like. It's hard and I always ask them, I was like, do you have to stay in the D M V area? Can you like do remote no, somewhere else? Um and some of them like, well, I want to stay out here. And I get it. I, I like I'm, i I want to visit the like I, next year I want to actually visit like that area because I've be hey, heard good things about it. Come on up. But um let's talk about like why so competitive and then like what do entry level you can do, we can do IR, sock whatever. What what are those salaries look like? out there because i want people to have like a a realistic viewpoint on these things
1: okay all right so why is it competitive i'm gonna tell you why it's competitive and a lot of people go probably get mad at me about this but i see it on both sides and um they got this thing they they came up with called you you gatekeeping you gatekeeping let me tell you what happened right before cyber really got you know, before it blew up to what it is today. These companies used to hire people. They either got a degree, they either got a cert. Somebody like a me coming in there, no cyber skills whatsoever. They put them in a position and then for some odd reason or another, that person that is sitting in that seat who's really not that good gets an alert that they just pass over. A cyber attack happens on their watch. Ransomware hits on their watch. The network is owned on their watch. Guess what that does to the company that hired them? Their company gets dinged for bringing in new people who don't really know what to do. uh In a situation, if something was to happen, that way, you know the network is 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 going awry. You sitting there, you don't know what's going on. They get dinged. Their past performance gets dinged. They get billed. Uh, Every company right now should have at least uh, a million dollar policy in case something like this happens. But more and more, that insurance, that company insurance gets higher and higher and higher. The premiums get higher and higher and higher because of these type of situations. So to protect themselves, they have to make it more competitive. You guys are looking at tier one positions. And, like, man, they asked for this, they asked for that, they asked for this, they asked for that. The reason why is because they've been burnt so many times by people coming in off good faith, not really knowing how to handle the situation. Companies are getting deemed, companies are getting defarred, companies are getting penalized for bringing in people that are not really skilled in the position. They may got the cert to to pass the HR, they may got the degree, but they don't really know the skills. So the reason why it's way competitive and they're being real picky is because they don't want to get burnt again. they are big name companies right now that are in lawsuits left and right under the table that nobody knows about from being from getting burnt on the job. So how do you stand out? Now, me on that side of the fence, I see why. You know, I'm a a business owner. All right. Who am I going to hire? Yeah, I'm going to give somebody a chance. But I need to hire somebody that's, you know, and, and let me paint this picture first. Help desk is hold your hand. Once you, once you get out of that help desk to come to the sock space, it's walk with me, talk with me. I got somewhere to go. It's too fast paced for them to hold your hand. Most of these environments, and we talked about this before, most of these environments are not mature enough to bring in somebody who know, who don't know nothing. They're not mature. They don't have things together. They're just they're moving at a fast pace. It's kind of hard to slow down to do what they got to do. Plus, train you. That's a you know, that's a need right now in these different cyber organizations. Uh, so that's why what takes me to my next point is why they're so picky in bringing people in. is because they know most of these environments are not mature. The government customers are being harder now on these companies. Hey, y'all missing the alert. Hey, what's up with him? He ain't do no tickets since he got here. Stuff like that. The customers are being more, you know, they, they they they're hounded down on these companies because of that. You know, they wanna they wanna hire you, but to save them from getting penalized, they gotta be real strict. Now, me being on this side, guess what I know? The tier one, the t- tier one, tier twos. Let's say if you're just trying to go to tier one SOC, there's three certs, four certs that they will look at for tier one SOC. Sec plus plus any of the other three. So, sec plus, CEH, CYSA plus, GCIH. That's for tier one. So, if you got sec plus plus CEH or sec plus plus uh, GCIH, sec plus plus CYSA plus, you are in the game. You you gonna pass that HR mark. After that point, you gotta you gotta show them why you are different from the next guy. And now, what's making it extra extra harder now is guess what? All these tech layoffs from all these big companies are here. So you coming in with your little security plus? Yeah, you know I I'm I used to work here. Now I got security plus. All right, what else do you know how to do? Because the guy that just got laid off been writing malware since he was five years old and building robots. You got to go up against him now. Who you think the company's going to pick? They'll <laughs> pick the dude that's been writing the malware and, and stuff like that. So to be competitive in the game, you got to stand out. And that's something called a digital footprint. You know, post, post your skills. Put your skills on display. Hashtag these different organizations, not organizations, but these different uh industry so if it's defense if it's sock work if it's if it's analyst if it's incident response um have those have those as hashtags but post your skills so that so that these recruiters can look oh, hey hey this is the guy we want they got the skill we're looking for you know what I'm saying I got that forensics gig because I posted forensics on LinkedIn and I get a I get a dm saying hey you want a part-time forensics gig? yeah I'll take it. Okay. You know That's how uh-huh. I got that job by putting my my skills on display. That means, you know, uh go to these cons. Cuz guess who's at the cons? Hiring managers looking for people. You know what I'm saying? Compete in competitions. And I'm not talking about just the regular CTFs. You know, if you're trying to do sock work, compete in there's a there's a there's a one that they do every year called Sock Recon Infosec. One of the best uh, attacking defense, or one of the best uh, sock competitions I've ever been in was the recon infosec open sock competition. Compete in that score, get your name on the scoreboard because they're gonna put you in a real situation where, in real life, this is what we will have to do. Um, so standing out is you know, the certs are good, but you got to stand out. You know, what's gonna separate you from the mailman down the street who got security plus? You got to be able to stand out. In order to get on, put your, put your skills on display. Don't chase the recruiters like the recruiters chase you. And if you got the right skills based upon, uh, what they looking for, um, they're going, they're going to hit you up every time. And what do you know? What, how do you know what they are looking for? And I say this all the time and it's just go over people's heads. The easiest the way, the, the job description, <laughs> we need somebody to know networking. Under have an understanding of network. Okay, cool. Learn networking. Learn what they are. You know what I'm saying? Don't just know. All right, HTTP is 480. All right, what? How does HTTP work? Know how to explain that. You know what I'm saying? Then post it. Uh, we need somebody to understand uh how to uh analyze incidents or events for malicious activity, phishing. Understand what these things are. You know what I'm saying? -hmm. And post it. Learn it. Post it. Hashtag it. The recruiters are gonna be in your DMs. They've been looking yeah. at LinkedIn all week. They're getting trash resumes. And they and, and and I'm gonna tell you when to post. Post on Friday or Saturday night. Cause ain't nobody on that joint post. Posting there. <laughs> they're they gonna be in your DMs talking about something. You want this job? Let's do an interview. Cause I need some I need I need somebody to take this gig. You know what I'm saying? I, so that's, I say, that's something I learned, you know.
0: Right. I say post every night. I mean, honestly, another job search tip is like yeah apply early in the morning or late at night. So you you going to stack first. And then yes. there's other ways I can show you how to use Boolean yeah. searches on LinkedIn. Actually, like I did this one time, right? I was not find in no recruiters um, for who was recruiting for the role I did. So I seen on the job description, they had an acronym that that job was like a part of this team. So I went in that company and I did that team that the acronym in quotes and I found people on that team. Yeah. And I was able to find a director and somebody else worked on an adjacent team to where I was able to talk to him and he actually told me about another job, a role that I was hiring. And I applied to that. Well, I got referred because I had a, a friend that worked for the company that referred me and I ended up interviewing and stuff like that. Yeah, And I'll be able to show y'all some more of that stuff later because I have a video on that as well. as like um, how I use LinkedIn to get like sock roles or whatever. But I wanted to touch off, because you really was spitting, so I had to let you cook.
1: Oh, my bad, man. You know, somebody <laughs> asked, should I go sock first? It depends. It depends I, on your-
0: I'm, I'm just, talking to go GRC.
1: It, it depends on what you want to do. If you want to do less technical, go GRC. If you want yeah. your hands dirty, go sock.
0: It's some GRC rolls that's actually kind of technical, surprisingly though. So they're like hitting the gems. You don't really find them all the time. So yeah you'd be surprised. But I was going to touch on what you were saying. It's like, it's kind of like the stuff like, uh, and I got a guy, I'm going to try to connect y'all to because he's in your area and he's been doing, like, help this, I teach stuff like, what, three, four years now and I'm I'm doing his resume now. But one of the biggest issues was that he was like, yeah, I'm applying to these security jobs but they're not hitting me back. You know, if you want to be on that Eminem stuff, I said, hey, Slim, I wrote you and you still ain't calling. The issue was that when I looked at his resume immediately, I was like. This don't speak to anything that would be in any of those job descriptions. Right, right. And so he was like, "Well, how I figure out what skills?" So I say, "I say I know it's gonna be repetitive, but the job description." I said, "Get about ten job descriptions, see what skills overlap over uh, yes. and over. Write yes. them down, learn them. Then yes. from there, you know, start doing you a lab. Take all them skills you learn individually, and make you a good project out of it, so you can talk about it." Um, I told them like a starting point, be like, try hack because they do have some good foundational stuff. When I was looking for roles, it might've been 2021. So it might be late 2020. I did, uh I had a membership to INE at the time. Still on my page right now. I did the, I was either box of sock one or two data set. So it's an hour long video, but I'm talking through the whole video. Like this is why I'm looking for this. This is why I'm doing this. And yeah. I used to send that. When I would apply to jobs or I was talking to recruiters about stuff and they say, you know, I would send that to them and say, you know, you can share this with them too. And yeah. pretty much all of them jobs I always got interviews for. Yeah. Because we know you can't fake it when you when you investigate. You you oh, can't no. fake it. I work with some people who should have oh. been more MSS versus like actually having to think and analyze because they just they ain't got it. And like you said, hey, people been burned. that. It's happened. Like it, it happens all the time. And that's why you know, I know, and a lot of people don't know. Like, you know, at first, probably before 2020, people kind of looked down on socks in a sense. Yeah. Not knowing that you can have like a whole career working in the sock. And socks actually pay very well now because yeah, they found out how critical people that socks were once people start being remote. Like, yeah, like, hey, we gotta pay these people because, like you said, it's so much stuff you gotta know to work in the sock. If you're losing good talent. Yeah. That's potential look, what if you didn't want to pay him that hundred $1, and thirty, a hundred and forty a thousand dollars, he yeah. go get one sixty somewhere else, mm-hmm. now you gotta replace him and potentially the cost yeah. of costing yourself millions. So Yeah. Are that's re- what's been happening now when it comes to sock work. And
1: hey, you asked about pay. You asked about mm-hmm. the pay. For tier ones, depending on where you at you get between 75 or 90. That actually went up. It used to be 55.
0: Yeah, it's up. It's up. But,
1: but they up They up there, 75, 90, maybe right under 100 for tier one. If you're lucky, you get 95, 90, 95 as a tier one for soccer. You know what I'm saying? And you hit on something. I forgot what it was. I kind of lost my train of thought. Um. About what
0: about the the cost? Like I said, like 140 or something like that, 120, 140? So,
1: no, it was before that. It was about the uh, looking MSS at the, looking at the job description.
0: Oh, job description, learning skills, Make your lab, making
1: a lab, job description. It was something along those lines. When I remember, I'm gonna <laughs> okay. come back because it, it's a it was along the lines of competitive, being competitive in the game and, and, and standing out. Um, but I when I remember I bring it back up. Okay, I had it over
0: there. Oh shoot, KF Tech in the building right now. Salute to KF Tech IT support.
1: You got you got really good content, sir. I, I just want to throw that out there. I don't know you, but your stuff is good, dog. For help desk, anybody looking for help desk, go look. I, I've been sending that YouTube page to people. <laughs>
0: yeah, you know hey, man, he about to be at like fifty thousand subs pretty soon, man. He's right truth.
1: It's good stuff, dog. Uh, yeah,
0: but I know you was talking about that. You stopped on tier one for for pay because I know okay. this is like DMV scale, right? Or DMV, you want average
1: DMV scale? Because okay, I don't know, yeah, yeah. I ain't been nowhere else. So that right. uh, that's from average seventy five low hands low fives seventy five to ninety, maybe under a hundred. Tier twos, if you if you doing it right, tier twos start a hundred. 115-ish to 125 or 135. So you can range between one. If you if they give you 100 for 10-2, that's too low. So if you do 115, depending on your skills, depending on your skills, you can get 135 to be a 10-2. All right? Uh, because they got to make money as a company, right? The company got to make money. It's actually higher than that. But if you tier 3 I've seen people in Tier Threes 150 and up.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I know Tier Threes touching 150, uh 180, 190. Uh once you get into principal, and once you get into like senior, senior principal roles, you're up here, you know, now we talking about IR, right? So IR instant response tier three. one seventy to one eighty. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Maybe, maybe 190. If you, if 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 you if you you know, if you know how to work the system, right? Um, But yeah, you can make some pretty good dough doing the cyber stuff and and um, like doing the sock stuff and IR. You know, I think IR is a bigger bag than sock. Well, you know they
0: rolling them like the companies I've been interested in, like talking to. There is no difference. They're all together. So they just okay. a fire team. Hey,
1: listen, you. I work that thing, and listen. Here's another. Here's another cheat code. Go ten ninety nine, and you'll get more. Because now you take away the tax. Take away. You got to pay your own health care now. So yeah. if you was doing a second gig, that's why I say anybody in the field that's in it right now, have your little W two. That's cool. But if you're trying to get a second job in the same field, go 10.99 because they give you. It's cheaper for them to pay you straight out the pocket, right? And not have to it worry is. about taxing it and giving you benefits and all this other stuff like that. You you can you can walk out of there with two hundred thousand if you do it right. True. Right.
0: Or hey, like, ask them. Do they do? I be I tried to uh, hit them up. Hey, you yeah, I do business to business. I'm really gonna run it. Yeah, there?
1: court to court, court to court. Hey,
0: hey, <laughs>
1: hey. You know, Max probably been eating good this year. You know what I'm saying? Hey, and
0: that's what's and that's what I was gonna ask you about now so we can get into it's like well for one is the DMV, so I feel like everybody in the DMV got their own company.
1: <laughs> you well know, yeah, yeah, and no. Cause there's some people in the DMV that's okay with coexisting. They're okay with their little check and they and they carry out every Friday. Meanwhile,
0: <laughs> I mean you hey, I'm trying I'm,
1: to eat everything.
0: You because it's... I eat what he'll eat. You know what I'm saying? It's, a, it's expensive <laughs> up there, man. Like, I remember when you were telling me what you was talking about, I, t- I talked to yeah. her. Uh, and I I, I got to get her on the channel. too. she was dope. She did some um, pen tests and the other stuff. She worked for Visa. Oh, no. Nice. And so she had referred me to a, a role, but they wasn't talking about like... He wasn't talking about nothing when they was talking about the pay-in. It was trying to require you to move out
1: there. I was like, Oh, no. Listen. I
0: was like, listen. nah, that's, that's not it, Slim. The,
1: the cheat code <laughs> And I tell you, I tell everybody this. If you step in, even in, even in help desks, even in help desks, eventually you're going to pivot out of help desks. Like we said mm-hmm. before, don't stay there more than a year. Like you should already, it's a gas station. You should already have your cert or whatever you need to do. You should already know where you need to go after a year, right? Get your clearance. Mm-hmm. If you're going to get one, get it. And, and start picking where you need to go because that's where those tickets are going, right? But if you're stepping in, I tell everybody this. Start your LLC. Here's the new cheat code. Look, look, at, listen to the market. All these different big companies laying on people, big companies laying on people. Yeah. What do they got to do now? They got to go out and they got to find a company that's willing to pick them up. If you already got your LLC in, you had a place, you know, the customer, you could work a deal with the customer. To pay you directly as your own company versus being an employee for somebody else that could just say, you know what, we're just going to cut this group right here. And that's mm-hmm. another reason why I started a company back in 2020. I ain't really yes. do nothing. I ain't really do nothing crazy. It wasn't until COVID where I said, you know what, let me take it serious. Because, yeah, these, man. You, know, it, you know, COVID Same. was like, take, take it serious. So I started in February 2020. My 2 year mark would be this February 2023. 2021, June of 2021, that's when I really took it serious. And I started talking to the customer and I started making relationships with the people I work with. And I was able to get work. Now I'm talking about outside of my W2 <laughs> for my company. So, you know what I'm saying? Let, so
0: So tell us about like, you know, what type of work Max Pry does? You know, you all hiring, yes. like, you know, what? what like, do you got to be in a DMV area to work for Max Pry? Like, no. kind of, you know, not you at know, all. Let us not know. at
1: all. I, I understand the market, right? So everybody wants to work remote. So if I can get, if I can win work that just requires remote, like we was talking about that Sentinel one, mm-hmm. that contract that I could have had, that I could have had the pen testing gig took president. So I couldn't, Chase it like I want to. That was an all remote thing. You know, a sock, a remote sock. All you needed to have was the, uh, the Microsoft, what's it? The Microsoft security operations cert or Azure fundamentals. And I could have picked the person up and got, you know, you would have got trained on how to do the job and everything. So I understand people want to work remote now. I understand that, but there are some jobs that require you to be on site. Um, Max Rod, we have, I mean, we're at different organizations, government organizations, and um, I'm working on something right now. I'm trying to make it the last big win of the year. Hopefully I get an okay on that. Doing uh, risk management work. So vulnerability assessment, RMF type work. I'm not in that realm, but I because I know somebody, I can get that type of work, right? So, um Am I hiring right right now? No. But I will be hiring. So, you know, I'm going to throw a fill out there just to get resumes once I see some work come in. Um, But we do security operations. So I have a SOC contract. I got a forensics contract. And I have two other contracts that uh, professional services for cyber. That's how I got those pen tested ones. I'm not a pen tester. Like. I'll be the first to tell you my pen test skills are trash. However, you know, w- you know, once you start knowing people and networking and making the right connections, you get work that you don't really ask for. You really get, you just get it. And so, I was able to get two pen testing contracts this year and successfully complete those. Um, and then I have another one doing some some side side work, um, some content type stuff. Uh, but those are four active contracts I have right now. I'm chasing one big one this year, and um, hopefully I get it get something going before New Year's Eve. So that's another reason why I'm on Twitter just to work on that. Um, but yeah, not we're not hiring right now, but I got my eye open. You know what I'm saying? And I will want it. And this is the type of you know company I'm trying to breed is. If you got an LLC or a company or something like that, here's the kicker. If I went work, I would want to give you that work, right? So instead of hiring you as a W-2, I just hire you as Corp to Corp or 1099. That way you get past performance to chase after the work that these big companies are chasing out. That's 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 really what one of my end goals is, is. How can I get more people in in a more secure way, right? So if you W-2, you really... You get you're really gonna get the bad end of the stick, in some in some cases. But how do I set you up so you can help your people around you? Get yourself a company LLC, get it started. You know what I'm saying? And and if I got something that requires a team, I could team up and pass some work to you based upon your skill set. And then you hire whoever you want to hire on your team. Um, you know that that ain't gonna make you look bad. You know what I'm saying? So. Those are all the things I got in my brain. You know what I'm saying? I got it on paper. it just need to execute and just waiting on a big opportunity that I can provide that for people. You know what I'm saying?
0: That's dope, man. That's dope. Hey, I know early I was like, we was going to touch on some some news stuff, but I'm going to get to these questions first. And we got time to touch on some of those news links I sent y'all. We'll touch on them. If not, I might touch on them Monday. Dang. I ain't going to be able to touch on Monday morning. I'll try to do something next week. All right, we got, this is one of the earlier questions that came in and he said, you know, what are y'all thoughts on Let's Defend training platform for SOP? I used it like a couple of times. So I can't really say, oh, you go with it. And I don't really have a fair assessment of it, to be honest. I just know it's something that they created. So it's not like any other type of SIM thing you would use somewhere else. But the thing about SIMs is it really, you if you have the knowledge of what to look for, Whatever SIM you use really doesn't matter. No. As long as you know what to, you need to look for, you can figure out how to, to learn the SIM. But if you figure out what to look for and what you're doing and why, you'll be fine anywhere you work.
1: Right. Uh, let me add to that. I signed up for let Defend and never use it. Alright? And I'm not against any training platform, by the way. But I will say this. You will learn more installing and deploying the your own tools and VMware, there's some things that they won't show you or learn or teach you Mm -hmm. on these, on these, on these platforms because it's already set up for you. You deploying it and setting it up yourself will give you that institutional knowledge that you will learn that you would not normally learn by doing these different other, I'm not saying don't do them, but I'm saying get that experience of setting up, VirtualBox or a, v- a VMware Workstation or ESXi or even AWS Cloud. The, set up a, a a a a pfSense firewall. Set up an Active Directory environment from scratch. Set up uh, a, some of these open source tools. Get used to configuring some of these files because those file locations of where these files are sitting, to turn on certain logs or stuff like that. Get used to that, like because that's the yep. stuff that you really gonna need to know when you step into that field. You know what I'm saying? Right. So uh, yeah, I haven't used it, but I, I would say do the hands on, like build it yourself, mm-hmm. uh, you know, to get that get that knowledge.
0: Yeah, now touch on that. I would just say if you do use things like that, like take it a step further. After you learn stuff on the e learning platform, go do your own thing. Which, like I said yeah. on LinkedIn or whatever, I say it's cool. I'll say everybody doing, uh, what's it called? Hack the box, try hack me, let's defend everybody doing it. You know, what's something you did? Uh, yep, shout yep. out to, and I cannot pronounce my guy's name. I cannot, I'm not gonna mess his name up, but it was dope. I was telling Ian about I had a uh, consultation with a guy, I man. He's a patent examiner right now, but he's been working on Splunk in his free time. I think he got a couple of Splunk certs, but he was like, Yeah, man. Uh, I used my Apple Watch data to, um, I logged it, and I sent it to Splunk to make me some dashboards along with some other stuff he did. But I was like, Bro, I've never heard nobody talking about using their health data in Splunk, I was like, that'd be yeah. super interesting to talk about in an interview. Yeah, because think about it, you ain't gonna hear too many people talking about, hey, like, yeah, I, I got my stuff going into Splunk, and and this is how I've track my progress and all this yeah. stuff. Like, it's just about being creative. How creative you want to you want to be with it.
1: And listen, you know? he posts. If that person posts a screenshot of that, put it on LinkedIn. He gonna get hits. He gonna Fact. get hits because you now took the skill and you applied it to real life. You know
0: what I'm saying? and who knows he probably could work for a fitbit or, or somebody because they be doing stuff like that right but that's another another incident and, and, and they
1: got they got splunk it's not only in the tech field they got splunk right. in healthcare they got Everybody. splunk in the finance uh you know and even when splunk first came out guess what they was training the, the what's it called buttercup games that was a financial yep. Store, right. I got like all that. that.
0: I got them, I got some PDFs and all that, yeah. Because <laughs> I first used Splunk when I was working at the Knock, we weren't using Splunk ES, we were just using yeah. the data sets, the autumn, different things that's all we use. But speaking of Splunk, it's the other question was like, should we prioritize learning Splunk? I, and I would say, if you want to niche down, yeah, if
1: you want to niche true, down, now I would throw this at I would take a step further. If you're trying to do sock work or incident response. Like he said before, it doesn't really matter the it doesn't really matter the technology because you're gonna be doing the same thing. It's just knowing how to use that particular technology, right? So one firewall, one SIM, one IPS, one IDS, one EDR, one ticketing system. If you know how to use at least one, that is counted as experience. The reason why we say splunk in the DMV is because most of the contracts. Yep, they use Splunk, so why not download that Splunk for 60 days?
0: Mm-hmm. Import
1: a bot's data set because that's the most uh relevant or that that was all the add ons, yeah. It will show you, yeah. Do all the add ons. That bot's data set is the closest to what you will see in a real sock. If you throw that in there, play around with that data, knowing how to you know tailor it and get it to where you need to get to, that's cool. But now do the other ones. Find the right. IPS, find an IDS, find an EDR. And there are a lot of open source tools that you can use for free and, and um, at home. You can learn that stuff at home, really. Um I got a home lab here. I mean, right. you know what I'm
0: saying? <laughs> yeah, I, I just put a link in the chat to secrepo.com. It's a site I stumbled upon while I was looking like logs I can ingest into uh Sentinel. and it got nothing but like logs in there. Mm. Like Oh. different data sets you can put it all in there and and really make correlation searches and everything because think about it man look how many times you interview somebody and they said i had a project where i took all this data and i made you know uh threat detection rules off i made correlation searches and i did all this and nobody gonna tell nobody you that they don't know that. they don't know but if you find somebody that dude's like you know what he ain't probably did this paid. but the fact that he learned about how to do correlation. So he said, "Yeah, I use, you know miter attack to map this out, and this what he came up with yes. camera, based off a sigma rule and wrote it in the KQL." Yeah, I'll hire him.
1: Yeah, Easily. just just the effort of saying or going that extra mile. You're doing something you're not even paid to do, to learn how to read certain logs, understanding how to correlate rules, understanding that miter attack or the the kill chain or the diamond model, or mm-hmm. the threat intelligence piece behind it, looking at some of these different malwares and stuff like that, just you going after it and taking the chance without being paid, it's going to set you apart from everybody else that just got the cert and not really doing that. You know what I'm saying? Because this is going to show on in the interview. And I, that's what I meant to say. That's what I lost train and thought at. You said something about them being burnt. A lot of people, you can't fake, you can't fake yeah. an IR. Guess what they're doing now? And I'm just, just, just not to scare you, but I'm just throwing it out there. This is, going, this is what they're going to do now. On these SOC interviews and the IR interviews, you might get past HR. You might get past the speaking piece. They're putting you in front of a computer with an incident or a PCAP or some type of alert and watching you analyze it from cradle to grave. And you better be on point because your resume may not be lying. You know, you got that cert. You better know that cert. Left and right. Because that's how they weed you out. That's how they
0: weeding you out. He gave me one, and we was doing it on Teams. I popped it in one note and and analyze it and say, you know, what we look for. You can't fake that.
1: You can't (laughs) You can't fake it. You can't fake it. That's how they weed people out now. And that's what I mean. It's getting real, real, real competitive. So understanding how to handle certain incidents. It's,
0: right. And another thing that made it hard on y'all trying to get in is the fact that people's doing so much Fugazi stuff these last two years. Like um having other people interview for them and then they get the job. That's not yep. the same person. They found them like inside of threat been busy the last two years with all this like fraudulent right. stuff. This it's been crazy, man. Right. Like people been going through all different type of links to get these roles. It, and that's why they you know made the requirements, of all these Zoom things and make sure it's you and okay. they use them. Third party down to the screenshot, everybody, make sure that's the same person matching up with their face and stuff. It's a it's a lot, man. Right. <laughs> it's and, a lot.
1: And if if I have a job opening and 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 let's say if I'm posting something, hey, come work for me. That's how I'm vetting people. <laughs> I'm gonna give you, hey, here's a PCAP, tell me what happened. Here's hmm. an image, tell me what happened. You know what I'm saying? I see your search and all that, but we need skills. You know what I'm Thanks. saying?
0: And I've been pushing for people to do um, Blue Team Level One a lot too.
1: I never okay. use Blue Team Level One. I mean, I see people touch on it and stuff like that. I don't. I don't know what their content look like. Is it? Right. Is it? They pretty good or?
0: So a, a, a director uh, team that I interviewed with before, he kind of helped write it. It's it's a good curriculum. I think uh, one of my clients showed me about it. My guy Day Spring passed it a while back, and then one of my clients just passed it. He got an internship that's coming up summer. It's some good stuff,
1: Dave Cyberwalks. Yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. I seen him post it. I seen him post something.
0: Yeah, something. man, dude, he probably working on some cloud detections right now. Here, go another question right here.
1: Somebody said just a PCAP. No, nah, not that.
0: He said, What's your thoughts on Fed work, Fed ramp, NIST, and HIPAA? Those compliance have red team forensics and playbooks.
1: FedRAMP is a new. They, I mean, if you if you talk about government organizations, they these are, you need to know these three: HIPAA, not not necessarily in the government space. HIPAA is more. What's born, the ISO? The ISO. Twenty seven. Twenty seven zero
0: zero one or something like that.
1: But FedRAMP for these different because they're you know when they implement cloud, that FedRAMP certification is is going to be big here as mm-hmm. as new regulations. NIST ain't going nowhere. So if you're in right. a government organization, if you try to do government work, dealing with that, the NIST and the FedRAMP are good. You know, you, you're going to need to know that. HIPAA, if you touching the health, touch healthcare, healthcare stuff, maybe. If you're in the public sector, like private sector, work for a private company, that FedRAMP and that NIST don't matter. So if you're working for a company that's not a gov- government organization, you you don't need to know, you don't need to worry about that. Only if you're touching the government.
0: Right, right. Here go another question for you right here. So Raheem Cunningham said, "What kind of foundational skills are really required for SOC Tier One?" Okay. Like All
1: right. Let me talk, let me talk this. You need to know foundational networking first level. You don't have to be a guru in networking. You just need to understand how the network works, because guess what? You're monitoring the network. So understand some of those basic network protocols, and I would even name, these are the protocols that I know they're going to interview you on. They're going to interview you on DNS, HTTP, HTTPS, SMTP, maybe RDP, uh, Kerberos, and maybe LDAP. Those are the main ones I know that they, they're they going to want, want you to understand those networking protocols. And SMB. Um. So understand your basic networking. Understand how to read logs. There are different logs, sources that will tell you what happened on a system or in the network. Uh, Understand or know some of the tools. So some of the command line tools, Windows command line, you know, just some of the basic tools that you would use in a an in a, in environment, like I mentioned. Maybe a sim. Maybe uh, you don't have to be a pro. You just at least have to touch one of these, like firewall, a sim. Uh, uh, what what's the IPS? What's the IDS? Uh, EDR? They got free EDRs out there you can use that I use in my lab. You may not even go have to go that far, but your log sources. Uh, knowing your logs, knowing how to report an incident. So knowing the how how would you report a phishing? How do you how would you report a malware? What are you looking for in those incidents? Right. So how would you handle those incidents? And I think, uh, I think, uh, you had a, you had a question on LinkedIn about that. Like walk me through your steps on how you want to handle an author. uh what's that, author? I think one of them was that unusual
0: authentication.
1: Yeah. Unusual authentication. Like, understand. to answer that, you got to know what log is going to show you that information. hmm To start off. Then you got to know what system. Right. And so I did specify because. He didn't even specify. So, uh, uh, security across all platforms. Whether it's cloud, whether it's whether it's Linux, whether it's uh, Windows, maybe Mac, depending on mm-hmm. where you at. Like, how would you how would you analyze an unusual authentication alert on any one of those type of systems? So, understanding just the basics of those, I would even throw in first level forensics for tier one. Um, some people would disagree with me with that, but. You know, knowing where to find these, knowing where to find evidence, uh, it's gonna yeah. be a question that I've seen on a tier one question. Like Spence. knowing how to find, like, where would you go to look? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So
0: that just remind me of them asking me what port does Ping use.
1: <laughs> yeah, what we'll port that's and watch out for those trick questions. What port does Ping use? You know what I'm saying? Those those type of trick questions that they would throw in there.
0: Yeah. Um
1: um no no these frameworks. What, what is MITRE? What are Cyber Kill Chain? What is a diamond? And moment? that's that
0: and that's a cheat code of understanding how to answer some of those questions too. Yes. You need help understanding persistence? Go to MITRE. Go to MITRE.
1: Lateral movement, go <laughs> to MITRE. MITRE. Privilege escalation. The three areas that I know they really want to see starting off in the conversation. is execution, persistence, privilege escalation starting off Lateral movement, maybe down the road. Data exfiltration at the end. You Yikes. know what I'm saying? Um, yep. So those are those are the basics, and I would even throw an outline in there. It's on my website. I, I um just take my outline and learn that. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And <laughs> I was
0: going to throw me in, don't forget the soft skills, because essentially, in that sock, you may interact with a lot of different people. Know how to talk to people.
1: Know how to send
0: correct emails. Sends
1: correct emails, proper communication. Again, everything's a fire to those who don't really know what they're doing at the Mm -hmm. top. So, how do you tell them? You know, hey, we got everything under control at this level. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. How do you report that? Those soft skills. Soft skills is what got me in the sock. Not my technical skills. Me knowing how to relay something to on a ticket call over to a team properly talk to an individual got me that got me that soft so your soft skills could take you to places where your your regular skills won't you know what
0: I'm saying thanks always I listen they they I it kind of like they don't you don't see it like in beginning of your career you don't see it because it's hard but yeah. if you want to either whether you're going, because when you start going to tier two, tier three anyway, they're yeah. gonna expect you to mentor people. Yeah. So they want to know how you are with how the team. You, are you this uncomfortable person? You just know everything. Right. How are you? So they want to figure all that stuff out. Yeah. And if you can't display that in the interview, it's like, mm, I don't know about him. He got a bad attitude. Because yeah. one of the things I talk about in my um my LinkedIn learning course, and I think even in my ebook. People like to work with who they like to work with. Mm-hmm. So if you unlikable, ain't nobody yeah. want to work with you.
1: Right, right. They listen. It, it's some people I know that know that know. They off the chain. Some people I used to work with that they got it, they got it like that. But they don't know how to relay the information, and no they don't know audience. how to talk. They don't have that. They don't have that. That persona about them that that can easily work with somebody else and uh and that it hurts it's a career limited move if you don't know how to work with people that teamwork and that could be another thing that you can show for your skills to help you stand out how do you work with teams so mm-hmm. going to these cons volunteering at these 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 local cons, and planning competitions with teams that will help you that will help you you know what i'm saying i got,
0: I got an even easier one shoot Hey, you get into a new a new place and you're trying to ramp up your skill set or are you onboarding. This is the this is the perfect time to really have a goal because it's gonna also help you when it comes to your end of the year review. Right. So you come in there, you find all these new people, rewrite documentation. Yes. Nobody want to write documentation. You Nobody. do it. <laughs> you you learn you learned about a process you didn't know, you helped, and it's teamwork. They're yeah. gonna remember that. They're it's called the dirty that. work.
1: They're gonna remember it, you know. Get get that documentation in. Uh helping out with those SOPs, those playbooks.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Volunteer. You know, uh, and I say this, I say this on a few podcasts. If you're an introvert, be an introvert at home.
0: Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's hey. if
1: you're trying to make it somewhere, right? Be an introvert hey. at home. You can't do it at work, you know what I'm saying?
0: Shout out to Courtney <laughs> for the super chat, and then we got. My man Gavin right here for the next Yo. super chat. And then my guy Caltech came through and blessed us, telling us to don't sleep on those soft skills. Learn how to communicate to different departments is super yes. important. Talking to an executive, we did from talking to a technical person. That's facts. Oh, yeah. Because I used to have to get on my guys, not get on them, but like, fam, why are y'all sending this person right here? Hey, tell them about your IP address and all this. Bro, just say, hey, this is what we found, this is what we see. Yeah. Just give them what they need to know. None more, listen, none less. They don't even know listen. how to answer the stuff. And listen,
1: this is how I always end it when I'm talking to an executive. Uh we are currently investigating and we will update you as updates become available. That's hmm. how you keep that's the stiff arm to mm-hmm. keep them off you while you're trying to figure stuff out. You know what I'm saying? We will Man, give you nice. updates as they become available, and we're working on it you know what I'm saying that's, that's how we're, that's how I would end my my executive summaries
0: yeah I'm man that's people. facts I just I just had templates and like I tried to help them out because some people because one of the things too is harder too is like you know a lot of these companies you work with people that are different places, so English might not be their first language. So, yeah, establishing a template so we have uniform communication makes it even easier. So, yeah. everything is the same. And that's why I try to get into those. So I say, like, look, let's, let's get these templates made in service now and also. So, every ticket that we close out, whatever the same for a reason, it's going to be easy for us to figure stuff out.
1: Yeah. And that first call resolution is big. You know what I'm saying? Hey. That being that able to pass that ticket on somebody else. You closing out on your name. Hey, get get that.
0: Big facts, man. Um, but shoot, man. We we close to the end. Uh, I'm going to ask him some more questions that we started off with, but it's different. Um, all right, so uh You seek a fury?
1: Fury. And anybody sorry,
0: fury, I think versus,
1: I... fury versus everybody. Now I'm gonna lose my black card because everybody said I was. I didn't, I'd betray, listen, Fury got skills, and race doesn't beat, doesn't win fights, skills do, okay, he's going to be a he's going to win, he's, you put him in there with Joshua, he's going to do the same thing, you know what I'm saying, so.
0: Well, I do agree with everything, Um, Usyk, I think he's just too small, I think Joshua, Usyk lucked up, because Joshua's stamina. Had Joshua had a couple of camps with Robert. He was and, stiff. Well, he's stiff, but you know, he was showing a whole different way out of boxing. He's still very muscular. He's you know, he's yeah. got smaller than we used to be. Yeah. If he was about probably 220 and with much better conditioning, I, yeah. I think I think he'd come back the next round and get Usyk out of there. Because every time Joshua landed something, it, it hurt him.
1: It wasn't the same Joshua that for Clisco. It wasn't yeah. the same, Joshua.
0: Uh, he was just standing there. I well, you, like, know, you know, you know, Joshua, duh. Joshua in a in a much worse way. I don't care. Nobody say my boy almost came back and beat Madonna, but uh, who, who? Joshua got stopped. Uh, AB and Madonna.
1: AB, hey, a, 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 look, Madonna say, AB hit him
0: harder than harder Floyd. He than took the easy money.
1: Yeah, he took
0: that. <laughs> I ain't mad at it though, but I'm not mad at him taking that money. But yeah. nah, that Ruiz fight really, really, really changed him and made him. Yeah, I understand, man. But I think they had Eddie reports Hur- that he was getting concussed in training camp, like he probably shouldn't have been in the fight. But they was like, man, we got money on the line
1: because uh, he I didn't thought, see him
0: right on fight night.
1: No, I, I looked at his dad's reaction to Eddie Hearn, like he wasn't to fight Eddie Her after mm-hmm. that, and I knew I something was wrong. With the, they had this man promote. Andy, at that time, Andy didn't have no promotion, he didn't have no right, uh, he just was somebody, he, he was just a uh, he was just a no, he was just a, a bench warmer at one point. So they put the promotion all on Joshua, mm-hmm. and that's because Big Baby popped, popped for you know PED,
0: and that's what I wanted to see. I and listen, I wanted to see that. I hate too, that he yeah. keep popping, but <laughs> his he's so big, and he thought so yeah. many punches, bro. It's like, yeah, you yeah. don't have to hurt, but he's. I could I could see him actually, I think he would lose to Fury, but I think if, if we come out work no. late, it'll be, because you know what, Fury don't do the best against guys that are shorter than him. Like an Otto Walleen, if you could take it to him yeah. and get nasty, yeah. like, to be the finesse fighter, you got to be nasty, and that's why I tell people, like, look, I, I, I like a fighter that could do anything in the ring, and I know he's going to take do it to take the win. That's why I right. knew, like, hey, ain't no way Kovalev going to try to beat Dre again. Right, because he don't like getting hit to the body. He gonna fight him on the inside. Yeah, yeah. and after he tasted your power, it, you know, it was easy. I remember going to um, I went to uh Twin Peaks. I went to I went to Twin Peaks and, and yeah. watched that uh that second fight.
1: The, uh, with uh Dre.
0: Yeah, Dre and yeah, Canelo.
1: Man, that was man, Dre, Dre's Dre solid dog. Like yeah, Dre, he' the Drake only one fight. that could beat Canelo. They said I it's, think a
0: er- people, I think Errol, it's a couple people. I think it's a couple. I don't think Arrow can. I think he's too small. I would, like me and my pop say, me and my dad say, in order for him to beat Canelo, he got he to gotta go be the Caleb Plant and the Danny Jacobs for me to, to feel like he can beat him. I ain't talking about hey. skills. I'm talking about taking that punishment. Hey, hold up. What you
1: rooting for? Uh, <laughs> what's my man, Caleb Plant, who just fought? Darrell. Darrell. He was doing good. For-
0: he got caught, though. He was doing good. He old, though, bro. He did get caught. He got. He, he he got caught because I, I thought because. Hey, shove the shovel on him. <laughs> but hey, he he better be careful because Benavidez don't fight like. See Darrell's trying no. to counterpunch. Benavidez don't fight like that. He found the front yeah. foot. Yeah, he front Caleb foot. gonna be in for a long night because that's a be big a boy. Night. It's gonna be He's a gonna long be night. gonna be a hundred and ninety or some pounds in there fighting him.
1: Yeah, it's gonna um, be a long night. It's gonna be a long night. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
0: But, no, nah, I mean, me and my dad said the, the same thing about, like, uh, he was like, they rushed Trinidad to in too early to fight Bernard Hopkins. He should have had a couple more fights at 160, then fought Bernard, and he probably would have won.
1: Bernard did some wild stuff that night, too. When he took the flag.
0: and I, don't, I can't the, remember what he did.
1: Promo, he took the flag. Was it the Puerto Rican flag? I, like got, flag. I got to go
0: back and see that that promo. It's but, yeah, he flag just, flag. he fought him too early. He fought him too early, because... yeah. Trinidad, you know who kind of, and, and we're going to end up wrapping this up, you know who kind of remind me, not as good, but he's chinny, but he can punch. And I feel like if he moved to 160, he's going to be better than what he is at 154. Who? Erickson Lubin. I was re-watching yeah. him fighting Jason Rosario. And honestly, yeah. he had uh, Fundella beat had he just boxed. He had he boxed?
1: Had he boxed? Yeah. And everybody I don't think said- nobody
0: else going to make Fundella the, the hit a knee, because people don't realize because- no. Lupin was on an interview the other day saying, like, Charlo was talking about the fight. He was like, hey, I was kind of worried about you because Lupin got power in both hands. You hear him yeah. when they land. So I'm like, I feel like yeah. if you go to 60 and 68, he going to actually take punches better. And because that's the way people always talk about, you know, Bud and Gamboa. Shoot, he was fighting that, look, 135. And yeah. people didn't even want to fight Gamboa back then, to be honest. And nah. we're going to keep it all the way funky. Nah, Mikey nah, Garcia was, so ran from him. They were scared for him.
1: They were. Scared but of certain Gamboa. people...
0: If you add a certain weight too long, and that's another thing I feel about Errol. I feel like Errol been at 147 too long. What I don't I feel like he really up? only got one. I feel like he only got one fight left at 147, to be honest. I don't think he really needs to be at 147 no
1: more. Well but he just said PBC that messed
0: him up like that.
1: Well he just said that in the interview.
0: He I feel he like that me. for a couple of years though, just looking at him not getting the power is not like it used to be. Yeah. So that's how I know he probably a little weight drained, but yeah, he weight drained. These people, you know, they ain't, they ain't come to hear about boxing. I might, I might bring Banco back up since I got I can stream on multiple channels. Like it just it did be fun just something to talk about. I used to just ramble off on all my videos, but um I got your stuff in the description where they can follow you. But uh, for our listeners, for when they play this back on the podcast, where can they follow you at on Twitter?
1: I'm at uh, Cyber Reverend uh, at Comadante Bowie. That's on Twitter. If you want to find me on LinkedIn, i Marcus Bowie um you'll see me as a cyber security engineer on there
0: cool man y'all already know like i said you need a resume i got a couple of days before i start doing resume so if you need one now go ahead and book it and i'll get it done for you if not i ain't probably gonna do nothing until the next year um But yeah, I appreciate y'all rocking with me. Help me get to 10,000 subscribers. I got some big things to tell y'all about next year. But uh, it's been another great episode, man. Like I always say, let's stay textual and we out.
1: Let's see.